0: Yo, yo, Love
1: yo, thank for calling. Spade Radio, you in the building. Who's there?
2: It's Rave, making non-clothing.
1: Yo, what's going on, man? What's going on, fam? Good, good, man. So, um... We have Ray G, of, uh, which is the current owner of 8 and 9 Clothing. He's going to basically uh, run down, man. Um, give us the history a little bit of, you know, how you guys started and everything.
2: It's been a long journey, man. Uh, pleasure to be here. Good to talk to you guys. Thank um, you. But, you know, we're based, we're based out of Miami, you know, kind of an East Coast brand top to bottom. My partner's in New York. Um, we originally started up in Boston, so uh, definitely bringing the East Coast, you know, streetwear thing. Uh, We've been going Uh since 2001, and uh, so far, so good, man.
1: Wow, since 2001. So what's the difference between launching a brand? Like, you know, basically the difference between the way you run your brand now and then the way you ran it in 2001.
2: That's a great question, man. It was actually totally different. Um, You know, we started, even the name 89 kind of comes from the market the way it was back then. Um you know, everything was uh, real segmented. Like, you had urban brands, you had surf brands, you had skate brands, but there was no real streetwear market. And streetwear is kind of like a fusion between, you know, everything that happens in the city. Like, you know, you get little sh- actual street aspects with a little bit of skateboarding with more, you know, fashion-conscious inspiration. So streetwear as a market didn't even exist back then. so that's how we started, just to come with a brand that would be able to unify these markets, you know, kind of under one name. And uh you know, just be universal and appeal to a lot of different people, so um everything's different, man, just even the market to the technology um but you know we've we've been fortunate to you know just keep growing as everything changes
1: Wow, okay, uh, one thing that I definitely did notice about you guys is um the the way you're taking advantage of the social media you know you're kind of you're kind of in a way operating like your own media company, and then there and then you also have the the clothing brand because I saw on your YouTube channel that you guys have like interviews and stuff like that. So, do you feel that that's important for you to kind of to go into that kind of area of like media?
2: Um yeah, it, it's super important. Um we kind of we got into that actually in a, in a backwards way and it kind of goes back to the previous question, you know, from then until now. Um uh-huh. when we when we first started back in 2001, I was doing all our production in Pakistan and that was right before september 11th and everything went crazy and we ended up taking a you know a huge loss on that whole initial shipment so we had to regroup over time so as we built the brand back up we were still focusing on you know exposing the logo and making sure we were still marketing the product as we kind of gained the resources back to going to another production so that whole phase took time um so we got into the the media and doing lifestyle stuff like events and you know we had You know, cars, we used to put graphics on and put them into the shows and motorcycle team, just different stuff to kind of show our lifestyle while we were bringing the product back. And then now, um, you know, those interviews you see, a lot of them are with, you know, people that we partner with. We try to do the interviews to, like, let the fans and the people that buy our clothes know why we work with certain people because it's all all about mutual respect and the people we do work with, um, you know, a lot of them are really dope and you don't necessarily get to see that when you just follow them on know on Twitter or you happen to know their names. We try to give like a little bit more insight into what some of these artists and athletes are doing and what their days look like and that's why uh you know the interview's there. Um but yeah definitely a huge overlap for us with the media. Okay. All
1: right. So what does eight, eight and nine actually mean for the for the listeners that um actually don't know?
2: I think I think on a symbolic level it just kinda of stands for strength in numbers, um which kind of mm-hmm. came from that concept of being able to not be limited or labeled by your brand, you know, when you're wearing a certain shirt, you know, if you wear a Sean John shirt, they're going to say, oh, you're urban. Or on the flip side, if you wear an independent Trucks T-shirt, then you might be a skater. Um, so then you started from that to kind of strengthen numbers, meaning, you know, people that have like minds and, you know, similar work ethics and similar philosophies. So that's where it came from. Um, but technically, you know, the number eight is infinite, and the number nine is a lot of different qualities. You know, some say it's infinite knowledge. Um, but it's definitely something that's bigger than just, you know, a regular name like, you know, Fly Clothing, for example.
1: Okay. All right. Definitely, definitely. I know, I also noticed you got a lot of my people wearing the clothes too, man. You got L.E.P., oh. Tony Trump, Little Fats. Um, those are all my peoples, man, definitely. Um, you, How did you go about getting, like, celebrity endorsements and people actually rocking your clothes and really, you know, representing um, what you're trying to do?
2: We're real lucky, man. I mean, we're based in Miami, so we definitely, you know, have a lot of overlap. But We've been in the game for a long time. And like I said, just kind of our lifestyle um, brings some of those people together. And you mentioned Tone Trump, very, very good friend of mine, you know, just super humble dude. And, uh, you know, we just get along. I mean, it's just kind of, for lack of a better term, you know, real recognize real. And I love Tone and, you know, LEP there, you know, kind of from the new school crowd there. You Know the most relevant to what I grew up on, I think they're just you know real cats bringing a you know a street vibe but not glorifying it in an ignorant way. So it was awesome to you know to get them on board. Um, but it's you know again, it's just it's about that lifestyle. And you know, in this industry, it's really small and paths crossed. And you know, a lot of people respect what we're doing, and we try to work with the people that we respect and uh just kind of move forward as a family unit as much as possible.
1: That's what's up, man. Definitely. That's definitely a good look, having those representing the brand, man. Um, and I, I definitely hear a lot from the different celebrities about your brand and stuff like that. So that, that shows that you guys is working. I
2: <laughs> appreciate it, man.
1: <laughs> so who comes up with the designs for the brand? Do you have a team or do you do you personally, personally draw and stuff like that? How does that work?
2: I don't, actually. I think it's kind of important for some of the other people out there that want to start companies or, or do T-shirts or whatever the case may be. Um, but I I didn't start this company to be a designer. I started it to build a brand and you can kind of see that in all of the different stuff that we do. So I'm not the one sitting there in Photoshop or Illustrator and actually creating these designs. Um, in, in the creative process, I'm the director. So I kind of come up with the concepts, tell the designers which way to go. I create the color palette for the season and then they, you know, get in there and, you know, do the best. And I basically just kind of bring that vision out of the talent that we have on our team. Um, so, uh, it's creative director is, is the role that I play in that sense. Okay, okay. So, um, a lot of people
1: consider your brand like a, a, a skate brand, and and skating has become like just the past couple of years, skating has become a, a important part of hip hop. So, were, were you originally considered a skate brand, or is that something that kind of uh, evolved?
2: I don't even know I think I think more people tend to label us like as like a sneakerhead company just because so many of our customers buy so many sneakers and we always have the relevant sneaker colorways um but we're definitely a street brand i mean everything we do is kind of inspired by that culture um you know just i mean in the basic form, you know inspiration from gangster movies and and different you know references of things that may go on in the streets but um you know, the skating thing is just something that kind of my background started in skating before I got into some other things, um, and I think that comes out in some of the designs and the attitude. But um, I would say definitely we're we're more of a street brand, um, and then the crossover there now, you know, with even guys like Lil Wayne and you know coming in after Stevie Williams, so you you, you get these you know these spotlights so to speak, split, like put on the skate street culture. Um, yeah, but I really I really feel like we're a street brand, and uh, and it's actually uh it's good to hear that you know somebody else saying that we're more of a skate company because that means our whole process is working. Like, are we skate? Are we sneakerheads? Are we street cats? Like, what are we actually doing? Um, and we're a little <laughs> bit of everything. So I think that's awesome. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Um, as as far as like some of your future goals, like with you've accomplished so much, and you guys have been around for a long time. Like, what what would be, like, some of the, the future steps for the brand?
2: Our biggest thing right now is just, you know, focusing on distribution. We we want to expand the distribution, um, you know, kind of tying back to those celebrities. You know, a lot of the ones we don't have personal relationships with have, you know, purchased the product from the stores that we work with. And we're selective in the retailers that we sell to. Uh, but we have some great partners there, like people that, you know, have great locations, really good stores where, you know, quote-unquote important people will shop. So I mean, that's been huge for us and just instrumental in getting the brand out there. So we want to do more of that, you know, just getting more great retailers on board. And uh, we are primarily an East Coast brand. Um, The 100 stores we sell to, most of them are, you know, east of Chicago. So we want to take that all the way to Cali and then keep expanding internationally. So it's just about growing the distribution and and being able to bring this product that we make to, to as many people as possible, you know, through as many respectable outlets as possible.
1: Okay. All right. So thinking back to when you actually launched the brand, what was the 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 other brand that kind of motivated you to say, Dak, I want to start," you know, a clothing company? What what brand was that, or what
2: brands? <laughs> it, it it's actually a tough question because there weren't so many so many brands out there back then. But you know, on the hip hop side, you have like Carl Cani and Fat Farm, and those guys were were super huge. And then um, on the skate side, you do have brands like Independent that, you know, kind of, you know, were hard goods companies that always inspired us. And I think it was more of like a, a void in the market. There wasn't any brand that really was doing what we lived, which is kind of a diverse, ec- eclectic lifestyle, you know, it was again, rooted in the city, but it just wasn't there. So the closest parallel at the time was Echo. And I kind of said, you know what? they're really close to what we believe in, you know, just with a, a diverse hip-hop perspective. But yeah. they were lacking, like, the street element. So I think it was – I would say Echo definitely made me realize that there was a lane for us, which is kind of right next to them, but a little bit uh-huh. more aggressive. And uh, and that, I think that that's really the brand that said, you know what, we can do this on a really big scale. Um, and they're so dope, and Mark is so dope, and it's just a great company. But we're just a little bit more – Aggressive. We have a little bit more attitude, I think, than their brand does, and that that was kind of the the company that told me we could do this on a really big level.
1: Okay, all right, definitely. Um, a lot of the brands that came out at the time when you were launched, a lot of them aren't around today. So um, I could I could go down the line of all the different brands that kind of just disappeared. What has kept you guys around, you know, like what, for for so long, and then you continue to change and everything like how did you keep up with the times and everything
2: i think a lot you know a lot of brands die but you know a lot of rappers die the game's not meant for everybody and everybody doesn't have the same dreams and work ethic um and i think you know on a parallel plane there were brands like 10 deep which you know they're so huge now and 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 scott the owner of 10 deep you know they they had a similar vision and they've you know done so well for themselves i think by just kind of being true to what you believe in um now, I think at that time, like early 2000s, there were a lot of brands that were starting to get that idea and flourish. They just hadn't, you know, gotten on the main stage yet. Um, uh-huh. So for us, it's just kind of, you know, not chasing the trends, I think, is what makes you last so long. Like, we didn't put, you know, skulls on the shirt and big wings when everybody was wearing it. Hardy. We just kept doing us. And uh, I think that's really what will allow us to succeed by having substance in the graphics and not going into the trend so far that, people can date your graphics. You know, when you look at a shirt and say, that was obviously from 2007, it kind of puts you in a position where it makes it difficult to do something else. Um, But we've never chased the dollar that way. We just kind of go with our core beliefs and our concepts and just make more of similar stuff, I guess is the best way to say it. Okay. All right. So
1: uh, we have a lot of artists, rappers and stuff like that, that listen to our show. And a lot of them are probably would eventually want to start their own clothing line and everything. So, uh, when you launched, like the type of, um, uh, like did did you use your own capital? Did you take out a loan? Like when you initially launched your clothing company, the the the, the actual investment capital that you got, did you? Uh, how did you get that?
2: Uh, it, it's still parallel to now. I mean, I, I bust my ass for lack of a better term. I mean, I was I started this brand in college. I was working full time, saving everything I could. I was you know doing other things on the side and just stacking everything possible and uh that's what I put into this business. And I started with all my own money. We've never taken any investments. Um, you know, back then money was easy to find. Everybody was trying to throw money at like quote unquote urban brands that could that could be something big. Um and we yeah. never took any of that. It's it's just it's been a process of remaining independent. And honestly it's not it's not necessarily so much about the vision. It's just more about, you know, doing this on our own and uh being willing to have, you know, have the balls to put up your own money and, and flip it and, and do it all again. So, yeah, I, I definitely started this with my own money. I've continued to reinvest my own money. And I think, um, you know, somebody like Dane Dash is somebody that would understand that, um, you know, he's got so much of his money tied up in his ventures. Um, but that's kind of the, the mentality that we move forward with, you know, just do it yourself and control your own process and be willing to invest in what you believe in. So for the rappers, I mean, they want to do clothing lines, it, it's not the easiest thing in the world. It's something you definitely have to be committed to. Like just because I know a dope producer doesn't mean I could be a rapper. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly. True. So, uh, what exactly is a sneakerhead?
2: Sneakerhead. Nowadays, it's kind of a wavy line what's going on with sneakerheads. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I mean, for us, you know. We are sneakerheads, but I, I think the the pure definition of being a sneakerhead is just knowing what you like and, and buying it and wearing it with confidence. You um, know, again, the, the way the 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 game is now, it's like, you know, these these newcomers they just go out and they they try to buy everything they can to to sell it on eBay for twenty or thirty dollars more. And that is that is definitely not a sneakerhead. I mean, buying or resell a product to make a couple bucks is not a sneakerhead. Um, buying what. Everybody says his hype is not a sneakerhead. You just you gotta have your own opinion, man. You gotta have a diverse collection. Like if you if you only have Jordans or you only have Dunks or you only have I don't know whatever the case the hottest sneaker may be at the time you're probably not a sneakerhead because you gotta love sneakers and the craft and the materials and something's always gonna catch your attention whether it's New Balance or Creative Recreation or you know Android like these different brands that are out there now. If you really love sneakers you got to love the materials and the process, and you can't just be buying the same thing all the time or buying what everybody else loves. That's, that's definitely not Sneaker Headlight right there. Okay.
1: All right. All right. That's what's up. Um, so I'm in the store. I see eight or nine clothing. I see Rock aware. I see um, all the different other hip-hop brands. What's going to make me gravitate to that eight or nine shirt and pick cop that instead of copping, like, the 30 other brands that I see in the store?
2: I mean, for us, like, we are sneakerheads, so we're real savvy with the colorways. Um, you know, a lot of people buy our shirts because, you know, it has a great concept and a good look and something that will match the current sneakers. Um, but we, we've gained a lot of success, man, of just the ideas and the concept that, that are behind our shirts. Um, there's always something extra. Like, you'll look at it. It's cool. You might want to buy it just because of the way it looks. But then when you when you see that little idea or that theme that's in the shirt, um, that's really what pushes people. I think it's what differentiates us from other brands is really just the concepts behind it. And it could be something simple, like on the positive side, you, we have a you know, shirt that's Back to the Future Remix, one of our first shirts that says, I am the future. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, basically every DJ and artist that's significant is wanted. Um, but then we have on the other side of it, you have Crime Pays, which is inspired by the Miami Vice logo. We dropped it when the first LeBrons came out, the South Beaches. And uh, I think it's just those ideas, those themes that are within the shirt that makes people really gravitate towards it. They they call it memes, like contagious ideas, and we spread we a lot of them, man. So I think, I think that's what really makes people pick it up.
1: Okay. definitely, I definitely see the, the concepts with the T-shirts and everything, and not a lot of people do that. They kind of just draw a design, and they put it out there, and they say, here, buy it. But... I noticed that your your a lot of your shirts have concepts to them and you know I like that that's what's up. I'm definitely definitely going to be copping a lot of those.
2: Most I definitely. I appreciate that. I think you know all the text to get to get a package sent out there so you know what I mean?
1: Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> definitely, man. <be. laughs> so um where where can I, can the people actually go and purchase uh 8 and 9 coldin?
2: We're real straightforward. We try to keep everything consistent. Um the the website is 8and9.com, so it's the number 8, A-N-D, numeral 9.com, 8and9.com. Our Twitter's the same, it's at 8and9. Facebook is slash 8and9. Instagram is 8and9. So you can always, you know, just follow us. We have discount codes for all the different social networks, and we try to reward the people that you know, support us and and help us grow, but um, 8and9.com is definitely the number one place, and if you're in a dope store and they don't have any eight and nine you gotta ask for it that's a real important part of this process
1: okay alright that's what's up man um we definitely appreciate you calling in um we, we love the shirts we're definitely gonna um like I said I'm definitely gonna be rocking it everywhere I go you know I go to a lot of the parties and stuff like that and you know um and a lot of my peoples are already wearing it you know like I said you know Tone Trump and Lil Fats and all these people so um, I'm definitely going to be copping the stuff, man. Um, we definitely appreciate you calling in, though.
2: I appreciate you guys, man. It's always good to have a a great dialogue and, and some, some some time to share the ideas.
1: <laughs> Most definitely, man. So, um, if if again, if you would like to uh give the a uh, well, it's eight n nine dot com, the number eight and nine dot com, and you can go up there and you can get the t shirts. You can see. You know, uh, you can see everything. Uh, and you guys have uh, footwear, also?
2: No, we don't actually at the moment. We just uh, right now we're focusing on the tees and the sweatshirts and you know the accessories, and we'll be expanding into denim sooner than later. But now we're we're not focusing too much on the footwear right now.
1: Oh, okay. Because I saw I, I went on the website. I think I saw some sneakers, but all right, oh, I guess. Oh, you might have <laughs> saw
2: some of the customs that we that we've been working on. Uh, we definitely have those in the stash, but you know it's uh it's not something that we're we're putting too much time into these days, you know, just focusing more on the line and, and trying to make sure we we give the people exactly what they want nowadays.
1: Okay. Definitely, but we we're, we're definitely feeling it, man. And we definitely appreciate you calling in, and anytime you um you have you're launching some new uh tees or you're launching some new styles, you can definitely call up and speak to the people and let them know what you guys got going on, all right?
2: I definitely appreciate it, man. And we we look forward to speaking to you again, man.
1: Definitely. Have a good one. My G. All right. Yes, that was Ray G. From 8 and 9 Clothing. Again, you can go to the number 8and9.com and and pick up a lot of the clothes that they have there. Um, They have T-shirts and um, stuff like that and, you know, with great concept designs. But, um, again, we're going to get into a little bit of music right now. Uh, My boy
0: Jackie Chain. Check it out.
1: We got chose, you can meet me with the bougie shit I'm only fucking with the bitches that the crew can hit That the crew can beat, that the crew can flam Threw a couple hundred pounds in a moving van So the girl she can move it and lose a man I gotta fucking with the thugs, yeah, school the fam I got the coolest hand when it come to this temp shit But don't make me lay the pimp hand down your trick, bitch And your lady keep on coming around, she get whipped In the morning she be making the mix, and biscuits for the clip The whole bout to make us run All we gave her was the nuts that she liked the munch And I'm pulling up the dust as I like the blood The E pills on deck, got them dyking up with straight slam.
0: My voice raspy, so sassy, so nasty, dumb classy, so trash. Sorry, baby, you gotta pass me. They say all I rap about is money, cars, clothes, motto, hoes, good ass throat, bottles of the moat, flippin' on hoes, taking down Jones, while she's looking at slow. Oh my god, and that's all I know. That's me like nigga. Yeah, that be gold. Go, go, go. Go, 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 go. I mean my flow like the house on Tell me baby why you playing with me don't put that mouth yeah, on it. know huh? oh, we rap about this money and these bitches money and these bitches money and these bitches
1: they say all oh, we rap about is yeah yeah you're listening to speakradio.com um i just wanted to thank ray g owner of 8 and 9 clothing 8 and 9.com for calling in and basically telling us how he started the brand, how he started the company and um how he expanded. Um he actually launched launched the company um like around two thousand and one and um for for a clothing brand to be around that long, he's definitely doing something right. So shout to Ray G, shout to eight and nine clothing and everybody that's rocking it, shout to my boy Tone Trump, shout to you know, uh L E P bogus boys, What's Good, um and thanks, uh, Ray G for calling in, man. So we we we're out, man,
0: till next till uh next Wednesday. Peace. They say, oh, we